and we have special guest MVD with us. What is happening, sir? How you doing today? Pretty good, man. How are you? How's everything going? I am marvelous. Trying to stay out of, you know, all the madness. Trying to stay safe. Trying to, trying to do all the, you know, the things that we're supposed to be doing to kind of keep ourselves clean and you know i got parents so i'm trying to stay even away from everybody else because i got to go buy stuff from my parents make sure i you know i don't contaminate them either so right uh, now i feel you yeah it's, it's, it's kind of crazy so anyway uh one of the things i want to do today is i really really want to talk about uh mvd who is mvd uh how you became mvd so what what's your real name for for the people out there listening uh, real name is Justice Negron. Uh, I go by Jesse, though. Most people call me Jesse. Jesse Negron. Well, actually, not not true. Most people call me MVD. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people call me Jesse. So, so, so let's talk about Negron. Where, where, where is that coming from? Uh, I am Puerto Rican. For those who somehow still don't know. Uh, <laughs> there are still people out there who don't know. <laughs> they're still shocked every time I speak Spanish or I go to a Spanish-speaking country. I went to Mexico for an event and Peru for an event. And I just start chatting up with them. They're just like, "Wait, you speak Spanish?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm." Yeah, yeah, Puerto yeah, Rican. yeah. That's right. You're looking at <laughs> you're looking at two Puerto Ricans right here, and we come in all kinds of different sizes and colors and everything. I tell people all the time; they don't realize. My grandmother, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. My grandmother mm -hmm. was blonde, blue eyes. You know, like trust me, we we all look different, but we we from there. Um, oh yeah, I mean, my mom, she's light skinned. Yeah, uh, light skin, like red hair. Yep. Like she, you you would never you would never know. You yeah, would yeah. never know. My mom had red hair. Yeah. That was so funny. But yeah, that's the thing. So now were you born here? I was born in New York. Yeah. In New York. Okay. Yeah. 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 You were one of those people we call New Yorican. Oh yeah, New Yorican. <laughs> <laughs> all day. All day, every day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So hey, yeah. Yeah. You guys can throw questions in here if hopefully I, I can see them. Um but, you know, I, I got a bunch of questions here for, for Jesse. Um, so let, let's talk a, a little bit about you growing up in New York now, you know, because because I know for me, uh, I grew up in competitive basketball like that was my life. And when I tell you that was my life, I I was playing two hours before school. I was doing another four to six hours after school. Uh, right. It was it was hardcore. But and that started when I was seven, you know, so so. I think people don't realize who we are today, how much it has to do with, with your upbringing, how you grew up, who you grew up with. So I, I kind of want to dig back into that. So, so let's walk through your, through your school years real quick. You know, take, take me back to elementary school. Who was MVD back in elementary school? He was a little jit. That's who he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So I, I grew up in Miami. I was in New York until uh, I was like four years old. So okay. I don't have too many memories of being in New York. Uh, but for my childhood early, early on, you know, I grew up with my mother, grandmother and two cousins. Uh, those are, those are like the main four people in my life. Uh, had other family around everywhere, but those are the four that I like focused in on essentially right. and live with and saw with and grew up with. Um, but yeah, no, you know, young MBD, he was just a little Jesse, you know, a little, well, what know, was he into at the time? I mean, he was always into video games. Uh, he really enjoyed baseball. Okay. I still love, I well, still you, love baseball. You sort of have to. I mean, if, if you got Puerto Rican blood in you, it's like expected for, for us to like baseball, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because, like, you being Puerto Rican, you'll understand this. Like, uh, so my grandmother's cousin, I believe it was, 
someone in the family mm-hmm. was actually married to Clemente. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roberto uh, so I Clemente. Thought, that I was thought it. that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, when I learned that later on in life, I was just like, wait, he's a legend. Like, what do you mean? Like, he was part of our family? That's crazy, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, funny. no, he was just, he was very into video games, very into uh, trying to be like his cousins. Because I, like I said, I grew up with them. And they're older than me, so they're like my two older brothers. And I would so you were player two. Them. I was player three. You were player three. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say because I was the older of three brothers, and I was always player one. Like I'm right. sorry, y'all can play y'all. You guys are always gonna be Luigi. I'm sorry about this. It's just oh, yeah, the way no. it's gonna go down. <laughs> like one of my one of my cousins was really into gaming, and he's the reason why I got into gaming. Uh, so when I played with him, obviously I was always player two. Even though I was kind of better. Now, what were you playing? You know, what what games were you into when you first started doing this? Man, I think my first game I ever played, uh, Super Nintendo, Super Mario Bros. That was my first console that I had. Um, But I I played everything growing up. Smash 64, you know, that was really big for me. Uh, Basically, where it all started, really, uh, I would play with my cousin, a couple friends in the neighborhood, his friends who became my friends. Like, I was always just the, I was the, the tag along. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to so-and-so's house. Oh, can I come? Yeah. Jonathan, let your cousin come with you. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was that cousin. That was me. <laughs> you were that guy, huh? That's cool. Yep. I always wanted to hang out with him. Just, you know, go to his friend's house and become friends with his friends. And I was little, like, you know, six years old. And they were 11, 12. Now, and I was now how like, long ago hey. is this? How long ago is this? Uh, well, I'm currently 27. Which is one of the things I think people overlook. You know, just for the record, I mean, I, you know, I, I've been running weekly tournaments now for, for a few years. And, and it's really funny because people don't realize. I, I, I see so many young guys come in. And if they're not a professional, like by the time they're 18, they're like all frustrated and depressed and i'm like that's that's not how it works guys you know uh it's not like that i mean there's a few guys who hit it quick and you know like obviously you know we got knuckle duo over here in the area in in tampa and you know he was one of those guys who just kind of jumped in quick and right uh, and moved along but that's that's not necessarily the norm you know um you you definitely had a long process to get to where you're at right now Oh yeah, you know. for sure. How, how did how did you even so so we we got you going through elementary school? You're following, you know, your your cousins around. Uh, we get into middle school in, in high school. You know, like what what were you most likely to be voted for? What you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Back to high school. I mean, I had a lot of friends. I wasn't like I wasn't like ever part of like the super popular group, right? But I everyone knew me, liked me. Um, and that was actually in high school is when I first started being competitive with Smash. Because uh, that was like, like I said, growing up with the, my cousin and the friend group we grew up with, we played Smash all the time. So Melee, or 64, Melee, Brawl, so on and so forth. Um, and we would always have like house tournaments and stuff like that. So eventually it came to the point that I'm in high school and this is around 2000. Uh, 2009 is when I first started okay. being competitive with it. So 2009, uh, I was 16th time turning 17 that summer. And we had a house tournament for a brawl. And uh, someone, a part of the scene, 
saw a post about the tournament and showed up and decided, oh, you know, easy money, you know, whatever. Uh, so we start playing and I was, you know, always one of those, like, I'm the best in, I'm be- best in my neighborhood, best on my block. Yeah, yeah, best yeah. My friend Listen, group, you grew you know? up getting beat up by the cousins. You got to, you got to step up your game, you know? Oh, yeah. I and grew, I know because I, I, I grew up with like, holy cow, man, I don't know. There are like 10 of us, you know, all the cousins when we got together and take over the neighborhood. So, so I know where you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I would always always get humbled by everyone first and then just grind and grind and grind. Even when I was young, like, I was worse than them and then eventually just, like, studied the game more than they did, played the game more than they did, and wanted to be better more than they did. Right. And it just eventually, it went from I was one of the worst ones to I was better than everybody else. You know, just that's just how it went with every game. Uh, so this guy shows up and he thinks it's easy money we make it to winner's finals to play each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, yeah, I, I beat him. It was like 3-2. It was very close. Set. Nice. So I was like, okay, cool. Awesome. You know, I can I can win this. This is awesome. So he comes up to Grands, and I beat him, like, I think it was 3-0 or 3-1. Like, I, I beat him pretty badly the second time around. <laughs> and he was like, hey, dude, you're, you're pretty good. And I was like, thanks. He's like, yo, you should come to tournaments. And I was like, tournaments? Like, There's you guys tournaments? Have- yeah, I was like, there's events for this? I'm still amazed like, at people that don't know that there's tournaments. Yeah, I was 16. I had no... I, had, I knew nothing. Like, And it was funny, because in the Melee days, I would go to the university that I, that I eventually went to. Um, and they had a lot of really high-level Melee players there. And right. I would play with them with some of my friends from middle school. Um, and they just happened to know each other. Because like, right. what my best friend in middle school, his brother was older... And he knew the guys that were, like, in the scene. But, like, we still didn't know that they were tournaments. They were just really good players. Uh, so it's like I should have known from then, but I, I didn't. So going to Brawl, I was like, wait, there's events for this and tournaments? <laughs> and we, you know, gave each other uh, our aims, AOL Instant Messenger, for those who don't know. What that's, that right, is that's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> gave, him, gave him my aim. He gave him his aim username. And we just kept talking about it. And I went to my mom and I was like, hey. So I won the tournament today and I won like 80 bucks and she's like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, and this guy was there and he was really good too. And he said that like, there's tournaments for this and he thinks that I can do well. So I want to try that. And she was like, mind you, 16 at the time. And she was kind of just like, okay. Yeah, but uh, you just made 80 bucks too. So that helped. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I won, and I was like, I won this. That means that I can win those. So I'm sure that helped, you know. So mira, mommy, eighty, ochenta, you know, like <laughs> I don't need allowance anymore. I'm rich. Because <laughs> because you're 16, you just won 80 bucks. You do feel like you're rich. Like that's, I'm rolling, I played, man. I, I played Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day too, so that 80 bucks went straight into my Yu-Gi-Oh addiction. Oh yeah. <laughs> those cards will kill you so i told her i said she was like okay so where is it like you know we can maybe give it a try i said right. okay so i go i'll talk to him and i'll see where it is when it is and i lived in miami mind you so the guy tells me that it's all the way in orlando and i go <laughs> orlando yeah. I was like, that's, uh, for those who don't know, that's about a four and a half hour drive yes, from where is. I live in Miami. So I was like. And you're yeah. in Miami, uh, so it could be a five hour drive just because it'll take you an hour to get out of that Miami traffic. 
Correct. It was four and a half, four like between four and five and a half hours easily. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, I was like, okay, how could I convince my mom to drive me all the way to Orlando to enter a tournament? I just thinking that it sounded so ridiculous to me at the time. I was like, he's no like, way. I got eighty bucks for gas, mom. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that this is gonna fly. Like, no way. So I go to her and I was like, hey, mom. You know, uh, so I talked to the guy and she's like, oh, yeah. So when is it? And I was like, oh, it's in like three weeks. So we have time to plan. And she was like, plan. And I was like, yeah, it's in Orlando. She was like, Orlando. And I was like, yeah. And mind you, at the time, you know, I didn't have a car and didn't have my own way of transportation. Right. So I was kind of like, no friends of mine were going. So I was like, hey, mom, you want to drive me to Orlando? You know, maybe it'll work. And sure enough, she without hesitation, she was like, well, if you really want to try this out, we can make the trip. We'll go. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I have the coolest mom ever. Like, yeah, dude, and that's so big. That supportive system is huge. Yeah, I get that. You know, like I told you, I was playing in a, I was playing in a travel team since I was seven. And my dad, long story short, this, this is a different podcast, but my dad was uh, was a CIA agent. And he worked in Puerto Rico, South America, Central America, uh, French islands. I mean, and somehow my dad would always show up for, like, my basketball teams, you know, for for the games. Or he'd show up, like, in the middle of the day to help me practice, you know. So I I understand that support is is huge, you know. Uh, People people don't understand that, you know. But anyway, so so from there, did she she end up taking you out there? Yeah. No, we we definitely (laughs) planned it out. It was her, myself. Um, I think my grandma also came. Nice, because because why not? <laughs> we got the whole crew. Uh, yeah, so we drove up to Orlando, and I was just like, okay. I was practicing really hard every day. We used to play online. They had like a ladder website uh, called Game Battles. I was in that all day long, every day, <laughs> just practicing, practicing. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, my mom is driving me all the way this far. To go to this tournament, right? I need to win. Yeah, I, yeah. I need. I, I, I need it to be worth it. You know, <laughs> you don't want to drive all the way up there and be like ninth. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, get o, go o two. Be like, shit. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh so I was just training, 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 and we make the drive. We go up there, and it was coincidentally in florida at the time wow like it had like have you ever heard of gigabits yeah yeah it was at gigabits it was there nice so i go i show up there and it's like a 190 man tournament which back in the days for brawl okay that was an insane amount of people yeah it was huge it was crazy because the biggest one before that was like 110 people this one was like almost two hundred man event. I was like, okay. I was lo- I was very overwhelmed because I was just. Like, and you're oh, sixteen I- at this time. Sixteen. Don't know anybody except for the one guy that I beat in tournament once. And <laughs> I, I found him, and I had watched a lot of videos on Brawl, so I knew a lot of players in Florida. Right. And walking around, I would be like, oh wait, that's Seabrick. I know that dude from YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that's so cool. That's Co18. That's this person. Right. And then it was like, you know, the tournament was very. 
because obviously the sheer amount of entrants that had singles and doubles and they had wanted to do it all in one day. Wow. It was crazy. My mom and grandma were off doing their own thing, shopping, doing, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. They're in Orlando. They're good. They were Half chilling. of Orlando speaks Spanish anyway, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> they got a hotel, everything. <laughs> they were chilling. So my matches don't start until like late in the day. And I think I don't finish my part of bracket until like 2 a.m. Wow. And I was I was not ready for that. Wow. Like I said, 16, first event, biggest event at the time. And I was just like, what am I going to do? Like, this is crazy. Ah. Uh, and I wound up getting 33rd. No! Which, you know, given who was there and all the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. Not terrible for my first big event. And I was like, I, I was like, damn. I got 33rd. I was like, that's not the best, but it's not the worst. Right. I was like, so I must not be terrible. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of times I, I tell my players, I, I think that there's there's like small goals. I, I believe in a lot of small goals. And I and I, I tell them a lot of times, you know, especially when you're getting started, break the bracket. And by break the bracket, I usually mean like, you know, they, they said you were going to end up, you know, 60th. So if you end up 54th, you broke the bracket. You know, right. you, you did better than they expected. So, like, you got to set yourself, like, some small goals, you know. Then, then my, my next favorite step is, is when I tell people, now you, now you got to become a spoiler. I said, now you know you're not going to win, but you're going to ruin somebody's day today. You know, and like, because yeah. because they think that you're easy bait and you're going to ruin their day. And I, you know, like I said, just just little things. So I'm glad you, you saw that, obviously. But let me take you back to something that I heard you say maybe 10 minutes ago, but I think is so key to where I, I kind of want to want to go in this. You said at 16, you know, or before you were 16, you were getting beat. By your cousins and the family and all that, but then you started to and you said this word and and give you a little background on me. I've been a teacher on and off for like twenty five years. I was a guidance counselor, and I would have students who would look at me and be like, "I'm going to be a professional player," and I would as nicely as possible look at them and go. Mm, I don't think so. I, I've seen your study habits. <laughs> you have no study habits. And and you said this earlier, and I thought it was really huge. You said that when you were getting beat, instead of buckling and saying, this game sucks, you started to study. So so tell me about what, what, what do you mean when, you know, at that age, you're studying the game what, and, you know, and you're watching film? You know, because a lot of people think, Oh, you only watch film if you're a football player, you know, because like football players right. watch film, you know, to learn their opponents. But at 16, you were already starting some kind of study habits. What what was that? What were you doing at the time? I mean, for me, it was just like, okay, I was like, okay, there's obviously something that I'm missing with the game, but something I don't understand. So I would just watch. And back in the day, oh my God, like if you looked at my YouTube, like <laughs> search history, <laughs> way back then uh you know most kids at that age are trying to look up like you know songs or this or get that song so they can record it to make it their ringtone right because that's how we did it back in the day <laughs> for me it was like okay i would look up the game that i'm playing 
and see if there was anyone good out there. And I would watch like MLG events and I would watch like melee events and I would right. see like Mewtwo King versus PC Chris or Ken. Ken was this monster. So I would just watch Ken all the time. And I would just watch these matches over and over again until the point that I exhausted every possible piece of like top level footage that I could see. Mm-hmm. And I would just keep watching them, keep watching them, watch the same one for two hours, three hours. Were you looking it. for anything in particular or are you just watching them? You know, trying to trying to figure things out. Both. I would watch it for like enjoyment because I would look up to these players. Okay. By the way, PC Chris, my favorite melee player of all time. Question in chat. That's right. I love PC Chris. He's the only person that I've ever met, and I was already a top player. This is later on in the story. I met him, and I was already a top player and established. And he gave me like those. Oh my god, it's PC Chris, and I was nervous as hell meeting him. And I was like, wait a minute, we're at the same level, like stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who, who are listening to this on the podcast, uh, NVIDIA and myself are actually live streaming this on GOTE.TV. So you're going to hear either subscription sounds or like like Jesse just did. He just answered a question from the chat. So that's where that stuff's coming from. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so I would I would just watch them and I would be like, okay, what are they doing that makes them good? And I would just look at them. Pay attention to how they're moving. Pay attention to how they use their moves, what moves they use in some situations. Just really try to break down the game uh, at a fundamental level. Because like nowadays, we have so many resources like YouTube guides. And, right. Uh, frame data is very easy to to get. And like you can you can do all the studying. It's so easy. But back when I was sixteen. I didn't know about Smashboards, so I didn't know that there was a website dedicated to Smash. I didn't know that there was a uh, that, uh, within Smashboards that uh, you could see frame data. I didn't know any of that. I didn't even know what frame data was. I mean, that's algebra nowadays. It's like Find X, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> the so, frame it's data. so easy. It's yeah. so easy. But back in the day, you someone said a frame is, uh, there's 60 frames per second. And I was like, what? <laughs> there's who i don't know what they're talking about i had no idea so it was one of those things that i was just like okay well this move is faster than this move it's like and then they would explain it someone would be like oh yeah because that's frame six as opposed to frame 10 and i was like what does that even mean i go it's just faster i just know it's faster uh so it was one of those things that i would just 